welcome to the first ever initial episode of Hearts for the Lost, the podcast. My name is uh, Jimmy De Los Santos, and I am with... Ah, Brian Nine. Jimmy, how you doing, bub? <laughs> How's it going? How's it going, Brian? All the way out there in Indy. What's going on? Indianapolis to Dallas. What a, what a connection, yeah. right? No. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, a, it's funny. I was thinking about that. I, that's why I'm wearing my Phillies hat. Uh, I, I know some of the people that are listening to the podcast probably can't Pacers, see what man. I'm wearing. Pacers. <laughs> oh, Pacers. I'm sorry. I said Phillies. I said Phillies. I meant, I meant the Pacers. Uh, when I went to visit Brian and Jane in Indianapolis uh, back in August, um, Brian actually bought me this hat while uh, I wasn't looking. And so uh, I, I enjoy the hat. It's a nice hat. I, it, it feels good when I wear it. Uh, it's Indiana Pacers. I, I am a basketball fan. Uh, so I did enjoy that, that you got me the hat. I'm wearing it now. Uh, and there is a reason uh, for it. I'm in Dallas. And some people might know me from the, the podcast SolarCast. Uh, this is an offshoot, I think, of, of you know, what, we're, what we've been doing, what I've learned on SolarCast uh, about getting on the airwaves and getting to a message out to people. But Brian, uh, why are we starting this podcast together? You know, it's funny, Jimmy, we uh, we met in L.A. at uh, Ambassador Academy, and uh, we had a lot of nights talking at the Denny's restaurant afterwards, debriefing. Uh, we've kept in contact over, that was in 18, we kept in contact over the years, and we just love talking evangelism. And uh, I think we both, A, have a heart for the lost anyway, but uh, we also have a, a, a gift and a need to teach and want to teach uh, biblical evangelism. So I, you and I were staying up talking that night when you came to visit. We're like, let's uh, let's take this, uh, let's try this little conversation online and see if we can uh, help uh, encourage and uh, maybe equip uh, some of those who are thinking about taking the step of faith. Yeah, that's good. You know, I, I want people to know as they as they hear this initial podcast uh, that what Hearts for the Lost, the podcast is going to consist of is uh, tips on how to evangelize. The, the whole the whole purpose of what we want to do here is uh, to equip others to go out and share their faith with others out there on the streets or in their daily lives as they walk their Christian walk, um, to search out for opportunities to, 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 share, to share their faith with others. There is, and I'm going to share this more, probably more than once as we go through, um, as we go through whatever episodes we do, then we, me, and, me and Brian have uh, figured on a pace of once a month, uh, not to overwhelm ourselves with what we got to do here, because there's more to this ministry than just the podcast. Uh, and Brian's going to get into that a minute ago, uh, in a few minutes, but I will say that this one thing, I have a, I have a prayer that I, that I wrote a while back, and I share this with every evangelism class that I teach in. I have taught some evangelism classes. Uh, we're going get, to get into our experience uh, as evangelists here in just a few minutes, but I wanted to share that right off the bat so people can hear this and know, right? Lead me to it, and I'll do it. Open a door, and I'll walk through it. Give me someone today that I might talk to about you, Lord. And when I pray that prayer, when I say that, uh, this is a prayer that God honors. You know, uh, we read in, in James where you, you have not because you ask not, because you ask amiss to spend it on your lusts, on your passions. Um, but God honors a prayer that honors him. When we want to share Jesus with others, this is a God-honoring prayer. And do you think God's not going to answer that request? When we say, lead me to it and I'll do it, open a door and I'll walk through it, Give me someone today to talk to about you. Do you do you think that God won't answer that prayer? I, I guarantee you that He will. And uh, I know that now some of you that have heard that are are going to be fearful even to pr pray it because then it'll come true and then you'll not know what to do. But that's why we're here, right? So Brian, what's the ministry Hearts for the Lost? And people probably that had that are tuning in or that are listening to the podcast, they've probably heard the name Hearts for the Lost before. Where does it come from? What is it? Yeah, so um, what, well, the way I heard about it uh, was on Wretched Radio, which uh, you, G3, uh, work in the booth, you, you know, a lot of people have heard it uh, with Todd and, and, and on Wretched Radio. Um, and that's actually how I heard it. And, and I kind of mentioned, um, I got the evangelism bug back in about 16, 2016, 2017, uh, when at a white elephant party, I got um, Living Waters, uh, Way of the Master, basic training DVD course. And I kind of binged through it one, uh, one couple of days, actually eight series, went through the whole thing and uh, what just wasn't ready. So I practiced and, and I think I practiced in the shower for about two years uh, before I actually had the guts to do it. <laughs> I make the joke, I have the most sanctified shower curtain bed on the planet. But, um, but I want to make sure and, and, and took my time to, to do it right. But 
Um, so I, I, I fell in love with, with, with Ray and his method of, of conversational evangelism, I call it, right? Um, ha having conversational folks, asking questions, um, seeing where they are. Um, but it was that year of 2018, I, I, I was going out to Ambassador Academy, which I didn't know I was going to meet you, but got to meet you. And that same summer, um, about a month later, I had Hearts for the Loss. I called uh, David Martin, our, our founder and, and one of the team members, and they were going to come to Indy uh, for an event. So I left Ambassador Academy uh, to this event, Hearts for the Loss in Indy. And um, they came and, and like always, they came for free and, and set up at the, at the local church um, under the authority of the pastor and the elders of the local church, had the event during the day. And then in the afternoon, we go out and actually have practical application uh, out in the street to, to practice what you do. So uh, a lot of the guys were just having surveys and having conversation. We'll just come in fresh with you, you know, from you uh, out in L.A. where Ray makes us get up on the box. I decided to set up, set up the box and have a little fun with the good person test uh, and go through the trivia and have all the fun. Well, it just happened to be one of those days, man. Um, God just, just shone down and had a huge crowd, had a gentleman named Abdullah. I'll never forget it. Got up on the box and, and just had a, a, an amazing experience. He almost went and got baptized in the fountains there at the circle. It was so, so good, but we don't want to get arrested. But um, the, the guys prayed on it and just said, hey, we'd like you to join our team. I'm, I'm kind of shortening a little bit, but was able to be blessed to, to be on the team. But Hartsville Loss really has a passion to share and teach biblical evangelism. Um, the mission, basically, we exist to equip churches to fulfill the Great Commission. How we do that, we will go any church in the country uh, for free on our own dime and teach biblical uh, evangelism. It really starts with a lot of scripture. Um, there's really no biblical method. Uh, we do lean uh, on the way of the master uh, with a good person test and uh, using the law. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit, using the law. Uh, before the gospel, kind of the bad news that sets up the good news. Um, but the passion of being able to help smaller churches, per se, that don't have uh, maybe an evangelism minister or teaching or, or, or what have you, uh, but to come in and help. We've been all over the country. Um, I know personally since 18, I've been uh, in Virginia, Mississippi, uh, here in Indiana. So we're, we're looking to, to get out and go to other states. But yeah, the, the, the main passion is just to teach, um, but not just to teach, but equip, and then kind of like Jesus, walk them out in the street and actually show them how it's done to help kind of get over that fear of maybe taking the first step. Yeah, I like the way I like the way you described that and uh, and and gave the people an understanding of kind of what we do. And I, I would say this. Oh, by the way, you know they they invited you in, and just so the the people know, there was a recent vote and. And the newest, the newest member of Hearts for the Lost is a guy named Jimmy De Los Santos. And, uh, you know, it's, it, it's funny. I've, I've shown the, uh, I've shown the page to my kids, uh, the about page, there's meet the team. And at, at this point in time, uh, you know, I've been added to that team. If you go to heartsforthelost.com slash uh, the team, thus the dash team, uh, you're going to see, you know, all the, all the members of the team there and kind of their bio picks and, and uh, their biographies, just a little bit of it. You'll see my my face in there. You'll see Brian and and, and Jane, uh, his better half. Um, and so you'll you'll see us in there, and and you'll see kind of the bios of, of why we're there. So I've been voted in, and I haven't gone on my first trip. I, I did go and see you guys in Indianapolis in August, just to kind of see how it goes. And that's how I got to meet the rest of the team, and then um, went through, I guess, a, a little interview process. Uh, with Greg, uh, just, you know, so that he could learn if, if whether or not I was, you know, had the ability to do this. But uh, since you gave a little bit of your bio, I'm going to, I'm going to give a little bit of mine. Mm -hmm. And I'll just say this, that, that when I first came to Christ, when I first uh, got saved in 2001, uh, the very first, I wanted to share the, my faith with the world. I, I, you know, here was my arrogance. And then people will tell you that he is a little bit brash and a little bit out there. And it sounds like I'm arrogant, but I, I will say that with all humility, God, God will put me in my place really quickly. I, I, I would, I would say this. I, I thought that I could change the world just by telling people about Jesus, because what had just happened to me was profound. And I thought I could do that, you know, so I went and tell everybody, but guess what? All I did was anger people. I, I got them upset. I got them mad at me. I got them face, uh, a hand in my face all the time saying, Hey, don't bring that over here. Don't, don't bring me a blanket. I like it in the cold. Uh, don't turn on the light here, man. I like it in the dark. Leave me alone. And uh, so my, my method uh, lacked sorely. 
And uh, there, there was also this, this thing that I did where I thought that my testimony could do something. And so I would, I would give my testimony about how, uh, you know, God had brought me from darkness to light. And there were some people that would be uh, emotionally affected by that, but, uh, and they'd sit there and I, I, I you know, I'd try to lead them in a prayer. And uh, the next thing you know, they're all back doing what they ever did. I mean, it didn't have any effect. And I, I just thought to myself, you know, this, uh, this doesn't do anything. I mean, what's the purpose, right? This isn't, this isn't changing a thing. So I, I thought I walked this Christian walk all by myself and that I would just do, you know, I'm a Christian. I believe it. It's true. God has changed my heart, but you know, nobody's listening. They don't want to listen. They don't want to hear. So I'm just going to go about my business. Well, in 2004, I saw a, a program on TVN of all places uh, called the way of the master. Right. And when I saw that show, I thought those guys are crazy. I would never, I would never do anything like that. 2005, I was the eighth caller on a radio show, Christian radio, and I won the book, The Hearts, uh, The Way of the Master. In the back was a CD called Hell's Best Kept Secret that I put in and I must have listened to over 200 times. Yeah. That thing rocked my world. When I heard, when I heard that message, I, I, I was like, okay, I had this wrong. Uh, this, there's a different way to evangelize. And uh, I started to use his method of practicing little by little. Uh, and by myself for several years, uh, was on buses and trains here in the Dallas Fort Worth area. Uh, I just get into conversations with people and I, I practice my evangelism. I would start using the law to bring about a knowledge of sin. And I would share Jesus with people. Uh, it wasn't until about 2011 that I met a group of folks here in, in Plano, Texas, that I became part of a group. Uh, that group still goes out and witnesses in the Plano area. Uh, at this point I, I have a, you know, we have taught evangelism at my church, Ecclesia, uh, several times. So we call it Ecclesia Evangelism. And, and we go out on the bridge on Friday nights uh, uh, to witness there. So I, I've actually been on the streets, if you count since 2005, about 16 years witnessing yeah. the people. I've been to the Ambassadors Academy twice. I met you in 2018. And uh, Ambassadors Academy, if people don't know, that's something that Living Waters, which is the ministry that Ray Comfort uh, has, uh, his ministry, they do the Ambassadors Academy uh, like once or twice a year, it used to be. I don't know that they had one last year during the pandemic. I doubt it. Uh, but in 2017 and 2018, I went to the Ambassadors Academy and went through the, the program twice. It's a three-day thing. They teach you how to get on the box and preach, open-air preach, how to gather a crowd, how to, how to do this, you know, and uh, really got to meet a lot of like-minded people that, that, uh, that want to evangelize. And so um, when Brian... You know, me and him became fast friends right away when Brian invited me to Indianapolis uh, to talk a little bit about more about Hearts for the Lost and see Hearts for the Lost in action. I was all for it. Hey, let's let's do this thing. Let me let me check it out and see what it's all about. So I came up to go see that first time I'd seen it. Indianapolis is awesome. That circle was was something else. We went to that circle and we uh, did some open air preaching, did some witnessing. I think some of the guys were there uh, there were thinking. Uh, well, this guy from Dallas, he's a little crazy, right? He's a little out there with some of the stuff that he says, uh, but they got to know me a little bit and uh, I'm still doing it today. And so I'm really just uh, humbled. I'm, 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 I'm glad that y'all want to make me part of the ministry. Uh, but one of the reasons that we're on the podcast is that we want uh, to create a stir. We want people out there to say, and I think one of the big things, Brian, before I pass it back to you, I'm just going to say this. There is no excuse Right. Right. As we're as we're as we're putting this out there as a message for all the people that are listening to 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 us, there is no excuse. It's 100 percent on our own dime. Right. So when when he says that, that should that should uh, perk you up a little bit and say, well, if it doesn't cost us anything, what excuse do I have? Right. So this is what I would say to anybody listening to us. Go talk to your pastor. Right. Go go talk. If you have a heart uh, for those that are lost. If you have a heart for evangelism and want to share your faith, go talk to your pastor and say, hey, this, I think, is a good thing for us to do. And if you're a small body, if you're a small church, we love small churches, right? Get, and, and you feel like it's not big enough, right? Get together with the other churches in your area, right? right? Make, make, it, make it an event. Uh, bring us out on a Saturday if you got three or four churches all involved. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll come out. We will uh, teach in the morning. Um, have some lunch with all the people that are there, get to know some people and then go out in the streets and put it into practice. And so uh, I think it's, a, I think it's a great ministry. I think it's an opportunity for us to get more, pe more people involved and go out to the streets and getting, getting used to going out and, and sharing their faith with others. 
Yeah, and and you know, just it can be tough. I, I get it for pastors and and who you bringing in, right? And and um, so we'll 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 give you any testimony referrals. Um, our, our theology uh, we run underneath the authority of the local pa- of the pastor and the of the elders of that church. Um, so we're not coming in rogue. Um, we definitely want to honor um, that and the church in and through the local church model. Um, and, and you know, what do we teach? And we're teaching the word. Um, uh, I would say most of the conversations in, in the topics are, are, are um, scripture-based uh, and, and modeled around, again, way of the master. How did Jesus do it? Jesus used the law with the rich young ruler, uh, woman with the wealth. So, I mean, it's just, um, it, it's obviously, uh, uh, I know it's kind of scary. Some of the pastors I talk to, who's coming in? What are they doing? Because let's get straight, Jimmy. Most people think of street evangelists, right? They think they're crazy, out running rogue, doing their own thing, doing some crazy stuff, which, by the way, it's out there. We see it all the time. Yeah. But but it, it, it's about um, an organization of men uh, that love the word, have a, a true heart and passion for the lost and, and to try to just teach and encourage and equip uh, the local body um, at whatever level you are. If, if you don't feel uh, uh, like you want to go out in the street and do a box, but there are opportunities in your world. The doors will open um, at your work, um, at school, um, on the bus, whatever, um, to have an opportunity uh, to share your faith. Are you prepared, right? Are you prepared to make a defense uh, uh, and to share the gospel um, with someone? So, um, that's our passion and, and, and what we, we love to do. And yeah, the, the pandemic also shut us down. So that indie, uh, indie event in August was the first one in probably many months, at least a year, a year plus um, to get back out. Uh, so we are uh, looking to um, fill up um, as much as possible 2022 uh, to get out and about. And I'm, I'm in Indy, so it's a little cold in the winter. So if any Florida churches want to roll January, February, man, I would, that would be an answered prayer uh, for something like that or come down to Dallas, right? But uh, no, seriously, it, it, it's just, again, um, the, the, I get this a lot, and I'm sure you too, Jim. I, most of the people, um, I just don't feel equipped or I don't know enough it would be the most common why I don't um, obey the commandment to go make disciples. Um, it, it, and Ray, Ray said something, uh, and Jimmy, I, I've heard you say it as well. Um, Todd Friel also says it quite a bit. Um, if you know the gospel, if you truly understand and know the gospel, you know enough. You know enough. So, I, I would say this, and something I, I definitely do this, and I, I learned from Ray, but I, the examine my motive thing is a big thing for me. Right. Uh, when I'm talking to people on the street, I often say this, and this is true about me. I care about people. Right. I do. I want people to make it to heaven. Right. And so I'll often say, you know, to people that I meet on the street, examine my motive. Why am I out here doing what I'm doing? It's because I care about you. If I care about you, I'm going to show that to you by, by talking to you about the most important um, subject that, that can be talked to you about where you're going to spend eternity. Where, where are you going to spend the rest of all, all of eternity after you die? And so one of the one of the most important things that we can do is to to, to point people to Christ, so they, that they might have that hope that lies within. They might mm-hmm. see us and and they might know. Well, man, this guy's passionate uh, about it. I want to touch on what you were just saying. The craziness that's out there, the Turner Burn guys, like the the guys that are just like uh, crazy, and that's what is a turn off to a lot of people. And if you're listening to us, um, that's not how I do it. I, I mean, I, I've seen Brian get a little crazy, but you know. I, I don't I don't think that I've ever gotten to the point where I, I mean, I, I have, you know, gotten on the box, drawn some people in, but I do it in a different way. It's not a turn or burn kind of thing. Uh, while I do believe in the actual, you know, turn or burn uh, kind of thing, you, you must repent, turn from turn from your sins to 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 receive the free gift of, of, of grace. I mean, it's one of those things you, you do turn when you are saved, when God saves someone, uh, their hearts are changed. And so they do turn. Um, but when I when I hear the or burn thing, that that's a, that reminds me of my childhood where they were trying to scare me into into my my Christian faith. Well, that's not that's not what it is. We we uh, Todd Friel always used to say this on his program. We don't want um, we don't want uh, uh, fear filled Christians. We want tear tear filled Christians. And what we mean by tear filled Christians is to know and understand uh, that God loves us so much He sent His uh, one and only Son Jesus Christ. Uh, to live a sinless, perfect, righteous life, the life that we couldn't live. 
and to die that death that we deserve to die uh, in our place. If, if we have believed, uh, if we have indeed been born again, Jesus Christ paid the fine for us on that cross that day so that we might get this. I always say this, uh, be cleared in God's courtroom. Uh, the day that 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 uh, that I was saved, it was as if God was uh, God had taken the payment from Jesus Christ and applied it to my account. I've been justified in God's courtroom. I've been set free because of what Jesus has done in my life. Uh, because what Jesus did on the cross, I can walk out of God's courtroom a completely free man. And uh, more than that, Jesus rose from the dead, defeated death, giving us the gift of eternal life. I can live forever with Jesus because of what He's done. And and I believe that uh, he has you know, ascended to heaven, sits at the right hand of God the Father, is ruling and reigning sovereignly over the whole world. And there is no, there is no uh, by chance uh, meeting with anybody on the streets. And this is, this is one of the things I tell people. I, I'll tell them to examine my faith, but I'll also say, there's a reason that you're standing before me today. Mm-hmm. right? God wants you to hear this message. And so for anybody that has the idea that, yeah, hey, that's just not... That's just not, you know, I, I don't know what I'm, you know, everything's ordained by God. You can't make a mistake out there on the streets. You go out there in the streets and, and another to your point, Brian, uh, those people that don't feel equipped, I will just say this, and this is, a, I'm stealing from Ray Comfort again, right? You can't give a soldier a feather duster and expect him to go to war, right? right? You can't, you can't just give him that. And every soldier needs to be trained. And I've, I've, I'm, I'm going to say that we're going to flip the subject just a little bit and say this. I've heard pastors from the pulpit preach that you don't need to teach evangelism because what's in a man's heart will come out of his mouth. And I, I, I tend to disagree with that particular pastor. Uh, I don't want to disrespect him. I don't want to say this or that about, you know, but I will come and say, I, I don't agree with that, right? I, I believe that evangelism can be trained. Evangelism and the finer points of evangelism can be trained. Uh, there's different sets to our skills. We have a, a, a little a, a little toe in evangelism. We have a little toe in apologetics. We have a, a, a little toe in in uh, in, in uh, practical theology. And so there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of that goes into this. And I I, I tell you, uh, over time, because of evangelism, we get better at all those little things. That it does drive my faith to know that there are people that question this or question that. Right. Whenever I hear uh, and I hear this objection quite a bit, you can't trust the Bible. Men wrote it. Mm. And I, I always go back to that solid uh, answer that I used to hear. Well, then throw out every book you ever read because <laughs> men wrote them. <laughs> the, the, the only the only problem is that, that the Bible, the 66 books in the Bible were inspired by God. Uh, 40 different authors over a period of 1500 years. God knew what he was doing. He was putting something together. He is sovereign. And if he's sovereign, then he can give us a book. Uh, that is all about Jesus Christ, and he can do it uh, in such a manner that uh, it's a gift. It is, it is solid. It's something that, that we can look to, and it is our solid foundation. So I, I, I relish the idea that someone would, would throw that at me and say, here's an objection. You can't trust the Bible. Great. I'm on the streets, and I hear that objection. I'm still going to evangelize. I'm still going to share Jesus Christ, and I believe that I can teach others um, over the, the experience that I have, by the way, at the beginning, you, 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 Brian, you had said something about, you know, those that are gifted. I had someone come out and watch me open air preach one time. And as soon as I got off the box, a friend of mine that I had invited out to the bridge and he tells me, bro, you got a gift. And I looked at him and said, uh, I don't know about a gift experience. I have a gift. I'm not sure about right. Now, to which my pastor told me, bro, I think you got a gift. When I, when I told him about the experience, he said, I think you got a gift. I looked at him and I said, yeah, but if I told him that, he wouldn't get on the box himself. Right. Uh, it takes that first step. I'm, and I'm telling everybody that's on here, how do you know what gifts you have if you don't take that first step, right? Right, and, and I, I think that kind of leads into, you know, why us? Why, why are we going to do a podcast talking about evangelism? And, you know, one, one thing is when you and I first started talking about doing this, you know, yeah, there's Ray Comfort and there's Wretched Radio. Um, those guys have been doing it for years. Um, and, and so, but really there's not anything out there that I could find. Maybe there is, and I didn't search long enough, but something that's dedicated to the nuts and bolts, the blocking and tackling, the fundamentals of how two lake persons like you and I, right, can, can, can equip ourselves enough and grow uh, to get to the point of actually doing it and then trying to help other people do it. So what, what I'm hoping to do with the podcast, also uh, with the ministry, 
is, is again, just um, show some of the, the failures, right? Show some of the, like one of the things that I even asked Ray out, out in training, you guys never show how hard it is to start, right? How do you start? How, how do you just walk up to someone cold? How, so going through some of the things uh, of, of just the, the basics, what we've learned, maybe some mistakes we've made, um, but just to have uh, two guys having a cup of coffee talking about evangelism and maybe just helping someone encourage them enough. Do you know what? I can go hand out a million dollar track or I can hand out a gospel track or I can, you know what? Maybe I'm not there yet, but I can go down with you and I can pray for you from across the bridge or I can, I can videotape while you do interviews so I can maybe watch and be a part of. So there are roles uh, for anyone uh, that, that has a heart for the lost that, that can do that. And we just want to, I, I mean, my prayer in this whole thing is again, you and I just having conversations, uh, attacking some different uh, topics. Like you just said, I mean, one of the things, um, you know, with questions you're going to get, you know, we had that sheet on the bus uh, riding to Huntington Beach, you know, practicing some of the some of the, the, the objections to Christianity, the top ones you're going to get. And, and I've, I've said it, uh, you know, for a while now, you, you that's one of the three right there, the, the, the validity of the Bible, right? It, it's written, written by men. If you, if you can get a good answer to that, if you can get a good answer to it, if God's so good, why is there evil or a version of that? Uh, and then around, is Jesus the only way or is Jesus God? If you can have good theological answers, those three, you're going to nail about 80 to 85% of the objections you're going to get out of this year. And, and that's what I want to help teach people. That yeah. to be able to. Brian, if we, if we do that, if we give them, you know, those three, like you were saying, uh, those three questions and 80 to 85% of this then uh, they probably won't need the rest of our podcast. I'm just kidding. Yeah, well, that'll be, that'll be podcast <laughs> five. We'll get there. That's a teaser. That's a teaser. You know, uh, one, of the, one of the things about it, though, is that I, with all the years of experience that we do have together, um, we've come across all kinds of objections. Oh. Uh, I've heard all kinds of different things. And so uh, my hope for the podcast is going to be that uh, we can go through some of those experiences. That we're still building on those experiences. I'm still going out to evangelize. Right. And uh, I, I got to say that... Uh, I hear things all the time reworded, but ultimately it's still one thing. You know, I, 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 I'm thinking about a recent experience where, um, you know, the, the young lady that the whole group that I was, it was a group of like five or six young people. Uh, I say young, maybe their twenties, uh, that were, that I was talking to. And there was only one that was really kind of objecting to everything. And I kind of zeroed in on her, what, what, what the issue was. And she's like, I, I just can't get with this when there are babies that have cancer, when there are mm. children in the world that has cancer. Now you hear that and you think, wow, that is kind of sad that there are kids in the world that has cancer. So ultimately the question is this, or ultimately her objection is, is this, how can I believe that there is a, a, a God out there when kids have cancer? So what you're doing is you're saying to me that because kids have cancer, there is no God. <laughs> I mean, uh, let's, let's, let's just say, I mean, you have all this evidence you know, the world and everything in it, right? You have, you know, stars, sun, moon, sky, the trees, the, the animals. You have all this goodness in the world from nothing. Mm. And you're going to say, because cancer exists, you can't believe that there was a creator God. So which ultimately she, she would look at me and say, okay, well, I, I can't go that far. Maybe, it sounds like to me there, there might be a creator God, but still babies with cancer. To which I look, then the real problem is that you think God is not good mm. because babies have cancer. And uh, to which she looked and she goes, yeah, that's it. That's right. Now, it goes down to that one of those three main things that you just said. If, if there's evil in the world, how can there be a good God? And uh, really, uh, you know, was able to you know, kind of talk to that one particular person. But this, this is our experience, Brian. We, we have built on all these experiences right. and have heard so many different ways that people word their objections that we need to get down to the crux of the matter. And, I, and I'm hoping that this podcast helps with that. But not only that, I hope that it helps to promote the Hearts for the Lost ministry uh, right. that people might say, hey, you know what? We want that at our church, right? Uh, come out to our, to, our, you know, to our state. You know, hopefully you live in Hawaii. If you're listening in Hawaii, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, that's a, a little bit of a joke. I've never seen Hawaii. That, that would be great, though, to, to go out witnessing in Hawaii. Um, and, you know, wherever, whatever state you're in, we'll come out there. You know, we'll, we'll, hold, this, uh, we'll hold this session um, and get people equipped. I, I, I also think that it's, a, it's great 
to come to know others that are like-minded. This is yeah. one of the, this is one of the areas I really get encouraged by because uh, you know, when I first met those, I mentioned the group in Plano that I, that I got hooked up with uh, back in 2011. Um, when I first met them, you know, I had already been like six years on the street witnessing on my own by myself. Right. And so when I, uh, the, there was a, the, the founders of that, of that particular uh ministry or that particular group of people uh dennis and, and jennifer uh they invited me to come out with them and i at the you know in, incidentally at that time i did not have a car i had to take the bus and the train to get all the way out to plano wow. and so it was it was a, a bus and two trains uh before i got to to where they were at and when i got there um you know jennifer she pulls me aside she says hey let me see what you got. Let me go over here. She stood behind some like sign billboard kind of thing. And she said, go get that guy. Right. And so I remember this conversation. This was so many years ago. And I went oh, 10 years ago and I went over to this guy's name was Michael. He was just getting off the train and um, I stopped him and I started talking to him and I shared the gospel with him. And, um, you know, at the end of the conversation, I looked over and Jennifer comes out from behind that sign. She says to me, I don't think you need our help. I think you know what you're doing. And I, and I, I looked at her and I said, help. Uh, no, I wasn't looking for help. I was looking for like-minded people. And so I think this is one of the beautiful things about Hearts for the Lost is you've got a team of six people that are like-minded individuals that will come and say, hey, to the rest of the church that's out there at large that have been, um, and I'm, I'm sorry, I, sometimes I don't pull punches. Sometimes I just say what I'm feeling is that a lot of people make excuses for not, not evangelizing. And I, I'm here to try to take all those excuses away from you, Right. You don't have an excuse. Hearts for the Lost is free. We'll come to your town, right? Bring us out, right? Like I want to put in, in place those, those things that keep you from going and sharing your faith. And I want to remove them from your life so that you know that. I, so to that end, I will, I will give one, one last thing and that's fear. Mm. I know, I know that it's a scary thing. I have been doing this since uh, 2005. And after 16 years, I still get afraid. <laughs> I still get this little fear that bubbles up inside of me before I go out to witness. I'm planning a night to go out on Friday night to go out to witness to some people and the fear bubbles up inside of me. And you know what? I don't know why it continues to do that. I have to always remind myself the thing that Moses said yeah. to, 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 to the burning bush. Hey, uh, you got the wrong guy. <laughs> You know, uh, I, I got a speech impediment. I, I can't speak really well. So why, why are you sending me? And the answer that came from that burning bush from God at that point was this. I'm with you. Don't mm -hmm. worry about that. I'm with you. Right. If, if, if I can just get this one message out of this first podcast is this. God is with you when you go to evangelize. And when I said that prayer early, lead me to it and I'll do it. Open the door and I'll walk through it. That prayer right there is a God-honoring prayer. And do you think God's not going to be with you when you go out into battle to, mm. to witness, to evangelize the lost, to, to try to bring others in? Uh, I believe that he will be uh, because he promised to do so, right? And so I don't, I don't, the fear, yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to continue to happen throughout your life. But don't worry, God is with you. And this is the thing I think that we all need to lean on uh, when we go out evangelizing. Now, you're right, man. It, 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 uh, we went out to the Colts game, uh, part of another ministry uh, called Sports Fan Outreach. We, we do the Colts uh, home games um, before kickoff to the fans. And it's like, you're right, man. All week getting pumped up, excited, getting people fired up to do it, man. Sunday morning rolls around. I'm thinking, wow, today, do I want to today? Maybe not. You know, it's like you do, you get the little butterflies going. And it, it, it you know, the day I don't, shame on me because it is a huge responsibility right to, to go out and, and represent uh, our lord and be an ambassador for christ i, I get that and i never want to take that take that lightly but i should never be afraid of what man might say or be afraid of i might not know enough or i might say something wrong because you, you know god used a donkey very well and, and and rocks so if he can if he can use the donkey and rocks man he can use me um, but you know, you, you had your prayer. I, I, I typically go, um, try to pray this almost every time before we either go out or before it's Colossians four, two through six. I'm just going to read it. Um, continue steadfastly in prayer, be watchful in it with Thanksgiving at the same time, pray also for us that God may open to us a door for the word to declare the mystery of Christ on account of which I'm in prison that I may make it clear, which is how I ought to speak, walk in wisdom toward outsiders, making the best use of the time. Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, 
so you may know how you ought to answer each person. And it's just that prayer, man, of having, you know, studying yourself to be approved, examine yourself, right? All the things we're supposed to do, get the word inside of you. You've been saved. You have a story. Don't make it all about your, your testimony. That's not what I'm saying. But go out and share some of the good news that, that has saved you. Share with the world. And, and like you talked about, Jimmy, with the, with the arguments and the debates, that's why I love um, looking at worldviews versus evidence um, and, and really being the, and we'll get into presuppositionalism and all that, um, but, but understanding that, that we, we're not going to win the argument with, with evidence. Um, it, it, until the gospel, right, and the power of salvation, until the gospel radically changes their heart, uh, that's what's going to change their view of the evidence, and that's what's going to change uh, their view uh, on Christ. So it, 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 we can answer some of these questions, but I want to get back to the gospel. I don't want to go down a rabbit trail of, uh, of anything someone wants to bring out. I might want to, and, and again, we want to have an answer or two to come back, but we'll always transition uh, back to the gospel because that's what transforms. That's good. That's good. Um, I want to shift right now. You know what? This is, a, you know, this again, this is the initial episode of Hearts of the Lost, the podcast. And uh, we wanted to, to have a segment here toward the end of the, of, of, of the, the show uh, where we feature Brian or myself or, you know, hey, we'll probably have some friends of ours every once in a while that we might get a chance to get on video or get on audio, um, you know, having a witness encounter. Uh, I believe that what we're going to have is Brian's going to share uh, a, a conversation that he had with a guy named Bill. It was uh, Bill down at the circle, down at the circle. Down, down at the circle. He's going to share that with us now, and uh, this will be a, a, a running segment for us probably in the next uh, you know episodes that come up. Again, uh, uh, the time for this, we, we figure, is going to be on a monthly basis, so this will give us some time to gather some videos. Uh, I'm new to sharing you know uh, videos and stuff. I'm, I'm not as technologically savvy as, as uh, you know, some of my counterparts in SolarCast, and, and Brian uh, seems to be pretty good at getting the camera out and making sure that he's got a video going. Uh, I just started doing that, so I'm going to start, you know, building my collection. But Brian, uh, do you happen to have um, Bill, uh, the video or the audio of Bill, and can and do you want to do you want to go ahead and share that? I, I do. Um, we're having a little technical difficulties here on the first uh, first one, <laughs> as, as always, right? Because it uh, it timed out on me, bro. So. Um, uh well i i, I tell you what I, I can either uh keep on talking or we can you know jump to mine i have one that's uh propped I'm, up and ready. I, I, I got it um let me make sure i can get it up and let me uh this is a the part of the show that uh is interesting i'm gonna start it <laughs> after the the first kind of initial conversation i'm gonna jump in kind of closer to uh, where we get into the, the good person test okay kind of um kind of quit going to church honestly um i did some like youth things um so there's like this this thing called young life um, I, I, I yeah yeah absolutely i did that for a while and um you know i've been to church a few times I, I don't really have like a home church or anything but um but yeah i mean i, I think i think that's that's kind of what my background's been basically okay i got a bonus question for you would you consider yourself a good person yeah would you like to take a test and find out? Sure. <laughs> All, right. All right. This is where the, where, where the gift card comes in. All right. Um, so I'm running through a test. Someone did it on me. And it was absolutely radically changed my life. All right. So um, let's use, a, you said you don't know who, what you, let's use a standard of, of the law. Let's use the Ten Commandments as a standard, what God's law, what he wrote in stone with his own finger. Right. Um, Bill, have you ever told a lie? I have. How many lies do you think you told in your life? <laughs> a lot. Hundreds. Right. What do you call someone that tells lies? If I told a bunch of lies, you'd call me a, a liar. <laughs> liar right. So you're a, a liar. Um, have you ever stolen anything? Yes. Um, what do you call someone that steals things? A thief. <laughs> right, right. Have you ever used God's name in vain? Oh, my GED. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It, it, it's a, um, would you ever use your mom's name as a cuss word, for example? No. Why not? She's my mom. You love her, right? Yeah. You respect her. Yeah. She gave you life. Right. But yet we use God's name as a cuss word. Right. It should be the same. Heavy, right. And in the Old Testament, um, they call that blasphemy. 
and, and they were stoned for that. Actually, they took God's name so holy. Even when they write in the Bible, they use a special pen uh, just for, for Yahweh, for, for, the, for the God. So that's three. I'm going to use four. Uh, Jesus said, if you look upon a woman with lust, you've committed adultery in your heart. Have you ever looked at a woman with lust? Yes. <laughs> okay. You're red, you got red-blooded. You're a male. I get it, right? Um, all right, so I'm going to stop there, Bill, right? And we just use four of the Ten Commandments. So by your own admission, I'm not judging you. You've, you've com- confessed to being a lying thief, a blasphemer, and an adulterer at heart. And that's only four of the Ten Commandments. So if you, God forbid, were to die today, and 150,000 people die every day. We don't know our time, right? Whether you're 20-something or 50-something, right? Um, God forbid, if your time was a day, would you be innocent or guilty of breaking God's law? Guilty. Would you go, based on that evidence and, and pleading guilty in that court of law, would you go to heaven or hell based on that evidence? Probably hell. <laughs> I, um, the Bible says most certainly hell. Yeah. Does that concern you? It does, yeah. Absolutely. And it concerns me. That's why we're out here. I mean, I could be at home watching movies and bonbons and popcorn, right? But we come down and, and want to talk to the people like you. And I was just sitting over there and just yeah. some said, come talk to that to you, right? So it concerns me. But here's, here's that's really bad news, right? Because hell is an awful evil place. I mean, I truly believe um, it, it's pure anguish. Um, it, it, the smoke never dies. The worm never dies. The smoke never ends. Um, anguish. It, it's just the Bible. It is just awful. And, and I don't want you to go there. I don't think you want to go there. But do you know what God did for you so you don't have to go to hell? What God did for me? Ever heard about the good news? Jesus died for our sins. Okay. There you go. Um, so you know that part. But maybe you don't know this part. It, it makes it down to, to, to God's moral law. We violated God's moral law. And by the way, we're all in the same boat. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. You're, you're not alone. Okay. Everyone. We violated God's moral law, but Jesus Christ paid our fine, right? So God sent his son, Jesus, his only begotten son, right? But whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. So in Christ, he paid for our sin. Think about this in a courtroom. If you're in a court of law, and let's say you robbed a bank, shot someone, and they catch you, the, the good judge, if he's a really good judge, has to punish your crime, right? If he let you go without the crime being paid for, he would not be a good judge. So God is a good judge, right? And, and he's awesome and he's a creator of everything. But being that good judge, he also is loving and compassionate and wants everyone to come to repentance, right? How he did that was by putting his son on the cross. And he said the last three things, you remember the last thing, three, uh, three things Jesus said on the cross? By the, by, he said, it is finished, meaning debt paid, right? So he took, Jesus Christ took the wrath that we deserve for our sin. In order that we, if we repent and put our faith and trust in Christ alone, can have the eternal life that his perfect life should have earned himself, but he didn't. So he he basically, for our sake, it says in 2 Corinthians 5, 21, for our sake, he made him, Jesus, to be sin, who knew no sin, so that in him we might have the righteousness of God. So if we just repent and put our faith and trust in Jesus alone, that's the assurance of salvation. That's how we we know we don't go to hell. And that's how we can just have the gospel and the good news that there's nothing we can do. The most righteous thing you and I can do, Bible says, is like a filthy rag. And Isaiah also says we need to put on that robe of righteousness, which is Christ. So repentance is nothing but a military term. If this wall was our sin, we say, you know what? I'm done. I'm repenting, meaning turning from it. And, I, and, and Jesus is right there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to face Jesus and say, I'm going to put my faith and trust in Jesus alone. What he did on that cross is payment enough for my sins that there, no sin will be counted against me. And because my righteousness is in Christ, not in our own. Does that make sense? I mean, that's the good news of the, that's what happened in the death. Sorry. That's what happened on the death and the burial and the resurrection. If we just confess with our mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, right. And believe in our heart that God raised from the dead, we will be saved. Right. And for the wages of sin is death. Scripture also said, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. So it's all about Christ and what he did. It's not our good works. It's not, um, letting people go just because they go, it's, it's, you know, you know, for God to love the Lord, he gives only begotten son that whoever believes in him, right. Believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. So the belief and the faith is a big part. So I've mentioned two things that you got to do to be saved. Do you remember what the two things are? And uh, I forgot the other one. What's your faith in Christ? Jesus. So when do you think you'll do that? <laughs> I need to do it now. <laughs> you want to pray for it right now? Sure, yeah.
we can pray for it right now, bro. And I'm not here for decisions. I'm praying for your repentance. And I, and I want to point you to a church and into the Bible, into the word. I'll give you my number. We can stay connected, bro, because I really care about your heart and your faith. Right. I want you to follow Christ. I don't want it to be about me. And I really don't want to be about this video. I just want an opportunity to come talk to you about what I know has, has freed me from a lot of sin and evil stuff in my life. And I just want to share that with you, man. All right. So you might have to turn the camera off and let's pray for you. All right. Yeah. That, was really, that was really good stuff there, Brian. I think that um, one of the things um, that I just noticed uh, throughout that is that what we were talking about a few minutes ago, you know, those Turner Burn guys, those crazy guys that go out in the street, that didn't look like that at all, right? That didn't, that didn't seem to be uh, antagonistic, um, you know, a, a pink finger pointing. It didn't seem to be um, that, that, that thing that a lot of people fear is like those those guys on the streets are just haters. You know, they just hate people. No, it sounded like compassion to me. It sounded like a heart for the lost. Right. Um, so tell us, uh, you know, that was, uh, that was good. Have, have you uh, heard anything from Bill since then? I haven't. I keep, I keep praying. Um, uh, uh, have not uh, invited him uh, to our church. He's, he's more of a South side or North side. Uh, probably like 40 minutes away. Um, but no, I've, uh, again, um, my wife, Jane and I, when we go out and witness, we, we've made um, little bag, almost like if you go to a new church, right, you get a welcome bag, right? Yeah. So anybody that comes, you know, professes faith in Christ, we give them a bag. I, I, I've gotten the, uh, uh, the the new one from from Living Waters, the, the Four Gospels book in there. So they at least have a Bible um, get them a, a card to the free internet, you know, the, the web movies, uh, uh, for Ray Comfort invite card, uh, to our church, um, other things to answer questions, uh, and, and just to give them a, a goodie bag, uh, at least to try to connect them to a local church. Um, again, I don't want this to a be about, Hey, we, you know, had 14 people make decision for Christ this weekend. That's not what it's all about either. Um, I'm going to trust the Lord with him to work on his heart and bill. I keep praying, um, that he does show up and, and we get, we do get connected in a different way. Um, but, um, yeah, it, it, it was a, it was a good moment. Um, and, and we've had a few, quite a few of those down at the Colts games and, and I, I love them. You know, we get plenty of folks that, um, you know, just are, are hard and, and, um, uh, aren't and, and, but it, it is sweet to, to get someone that does recognize their sin. And that's, Again, why the biblical model of Jesus sharing sharing the law first? It, it really shows people their sin, right? And, and they've, they're going to see it in a different way and a different light in order that the gospel uh, makes sense. So the good news actually makes way more sense once you understand the bad news. So um, yeah, it was a it was a it was a beautiful conversation. I love it. It's funny, and you probably do this too. And you when we witness, I'm like, I'm sitting here cringing, going, "Oh man, there's like six things I wish I wouldn't have said." But it's 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 a working process. Um, yeah. Always trying to to get a little bit better uh, in, in what we do and talk slower and and this a lot of little things. But um, it, it's I don't do those for any other reason um, than to encourage other folks, um, and, and, and to help me as well, learn, uh, some personal, um, uh, just, just how to do some things. Yeah. So that might be a, a, a subject for a future episode is, uh, some of the things that we've come away from when we say the things that we do, because I think that's interesting. Uh, there are some things that I, that I, myself, I, I do the same thing where I, uh, look at, you know, different videos of myself when I used to witness and things. I, I still do it with like, blogs and Facebook posts that I used to have that, oh, I wouldn't say that today. Exactly. You know? And exactly. so it's, it's funny because we do grow in sanctification and we do grow in our knowledge of Jesus Christ and how we word things. But I, I think it was really interesting. And I just want the people to know that are listening. Hey, just because, you know, uh, you know, maybe Bill didn't keep in touch with Brian doesn't mean that Bill's not following after Christ. This is one of the things that I always want to want to make sure that I kind of get people to know, uh, you can share your faith and you may never see the result, right? right? You may never see someone flourishing in their faith. Uh, but I will tell you this, that um, it's still, we, the command is go share, right? Go and, 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 and make disciples of all men. And that means sharing the gospel. Some of these people may have continued on and, and, and we don't know it, right? right. Just because uh, Brian and Bill didn't uh, continue to have that contact 
uh, doesn't mean that that uh, Bill didn't take this to heart and, and continue on in the faith. Uh, we believe that God is sovereign. He's going to save who he's going to save. And uh, if Bill is one of the uh, one of the elect, then, uh, you know, he's continuing on. And yeah. so we can believe that what the reason that we do what we do is uh, something we're going to share on a future episode. They're, they're the reason uh, behind evangelism. What, what's what's the goal? What's the purpose? Why, why do we do it? Uh, that might be the subject of a future episode. But um, I think we're getting right down to the end here. Uh, the close of the, the initial podcast, the initial episode of the new Hearts for the Lost podcast. Did you hear Alexa just go off just now? <laughs> Alexa, stop it. Alexa, no, I'm just yeah. kidding. So um, it's funny how she goes off sometimes without me asking her anything. Um, <laughs> all right. So that was the initial episode for the, 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 of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed that episode. I hope you uh, learned some things about it. I hope that you'll go to the hearts of the lost.com and, and uh, that's one place where you can find us um, go to the about section, go to, to the, to the place where you can uh, go ahead and set up uh the next session that you want us to do with you guys contact us us through the contact page at heartsforthelost.com and i will say this even though and i I know brian's he's going to be a little surprised when i say this but uh i'm of this opinion yeah we're going to do it on our own dime but if you're out there and you're listening and you're thinking man that's great ministry i don't need it at my church there is a donate button where you can help where you can help us out right uh, because even though it is from our own dime, it is a 5013C. It is a ministry that that uh, is is working for the glory and the honor of God, and we want to spread the word. And uh, we could use the funds, right? So, uh, if you want to donate, there is a donate button. If you find it uh, in your heart uh, that this is a ministry you want to give to, go click on the donate button, and you can uh, give monthly or you can give a one-time gift. Uh, up to you. Uh, we won't we won't reject the offer. Uh, if you want to, if you want to donate something, but there's a couple of other different places you can find us. Uh, you can find Hearts for the Lost on Twitter at Team HFTL. You can find us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Hearts for the Lost. Uh, you can find uh, Brian. Where can they find you? Yeah, Facebook is the best one. Just Brian, last name N I N D E, the only one out there. That, that that's that's probably the the, the easiest one. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm on Twitter at Los Jimmy and I'm on Instagram at Los Jimmy 0707. And so you can find us there. So search, uh, search for us, find us. Uh, this is going to be the initial podcast hearts for the lost. We're going to plan to do this monthly. So when you see it, wherever platform that you find it on Apple, Spotify, wherever it is, uh, go and, and, and like it, share it, give us a five-star review, uh, get others to know about what we're trying to do here. We're trying to uh, encourage evangelism and and, and uh, get some people on board with this. So, uh, Brian, until next time. Until next time, have a heart and share your faith. Amen. Until next time, guys. Y'all have a good one.